Gang Gang. Cine Gang Gang. Gang Gang Gang. This is a podcast by creatives with creatives for creatives. Hi, my name is Danielle. I'm joined by Sean and Draven. Welcome to see us. Nice, nice. That was it. Nice, nice. nice. Yeah, you, you did it very nicely. It was Casual. good because yes. I wasn't looking at you guys. Because yeah, just, yeah. Today, what are we gonna do today? What are we gonna do today? How how are you guys? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Small talk first. Small talk. I mean, smooth. we're here. Like, we're here. You know, like it's been uh, I'd say like a couple of weeks since we recorded the episode. Aww. Right? Do you miss us? I mean, don't I? <laughs> you, you can be honest. No, I, I do miss you guys. I mean, the physical the physical aspect matters. You know. But yeah, doing good, yes. holding on. Holding on. <laughs> to yes. what? To what? to uni <laughs> uni oh that's good today we are just gonna talk about cameras and our preferences and maybe what camera we would get in the near future mm-hmm. yeah cool who wants to start i mean you told me that you wanted to buy a camera right i did <laughs> i did tell us more about that i feel like that was never mind. <laughs> this is a danger zone. Anyways, anyways. <laughs> Awkward. No, but <laughs> should we? Okay. Should at, we just at least start she's over? not peeking. Huh? <laughs> at least she's not peeking. See, that's what we're trying to avoid, you know, like peakage. Yeah. <laughs> I have learned from the previous episode. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Everything's good. Everything's fine. Yeah, I I'm, I thought about buying a camera. Actually, during Black Friday and leading up to it, and I was looking and comparing the prices of the ones that I potentially would get. I was watching reviews, and I think I wanted to get one even throughout this year. And also, I think it was the end of last year when Canon EOS R came out. Was it last year? No, yeah, I think it was last year because I remember also sitting in front of the screen being anxious to buy it online because I don't know, but it did. And that was hard. Yeah, so for me, that was, correct me if I'm wrong, but there was a big deal that they had a mirrorless camera like that. But I also saw a lot of reviews that were like not having complaints about Mm -hmm. it, but they were um, having issues. Yeah, having issues or interested to see why they did it the way they did yeah. it. Yeah. Because I think one thing, for example, just the Canon ESR, I think they didn't have the joystick, but that thingy thing. The the the, the wheel. Touch bar. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the touch Wait, bar. Wait, I have it here in front of me right now. <laughs> yeah, it's more of not keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a dial anymore compared to the other DSLRs. There are buttons. Yeah, so I was very hesitant about getting it, and I didn't have the money back then. Now, <laughs> do we ever? Do we ever have the money? I was just dreaming on investing into a camera more than I did before. Mm-hmm. So you're looking into the USR, not the R5, yeah, not the R6. But... No, no, no. I mean, at this moment, I'm more interested in the R5 or. I was comparing it to the Sony A7S 3 No. Yes. Yes. 
Yes. We're having a small debate here yes, within yes. your mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With myself. Yeah. We're just here to support, you know? Yeah. Whichever yeah. side. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so what brands do you usually prefer when you're looking for a camera? I don't want to say I don't care, but it's just... I think this is like a big investment that you should really think about it. I think my first own camera was a Sony, I don't remember. It was a Sony and I was really happy with it and I was just working with one lens. Which lens? It was just a kit lens. Oh, okay. That was very basic, but I was I did so many things with it. Mm -hmm. I just used what I had. And then the camera that I got after that, I think 5 years after, was a Canon 70D and for the longest time I used the kit lens there as well and then I got a 50 millimeter mm -hmm. and that has been my go-to for the last five years again now Damn. and I'm not really attached to Canon that I would like immediately get the R5 but you know because I, I didn't really invest in my, my lenses so much that I would just stay within the Canon family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've, I've, I've always been, well, I grew up with Nikon. My dad had a Nikon back in the day. Uh, I don't know where it is. is. It Nikon? Huh? Is it Nikon or Nikon? So how do you say it? <laughs> yeah, Nikon that's why we're Nikon? here. That's <laughs> <laughs> a phrase. I say Nikon. No, I've always said Nikon. Is it Nikon? It's like it's like Nike, right? Yeah, maybe. Okay. What do you say, Nike? I said no. I said Nike. Nike. Or said say. Oh. Uh, <laughs> said Nike. Yeah, Nike. And Nikon. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? Or Nikon. <laughs> People are gonna roast me after this. I promise. No, no. But in German, we say Nikon. In Norwegian, yeah. we say Nikon as well. Yeah. Yeah. Nikon. Nikon. So let's stick with Nikon. I feel like the American accent just shines through like Nikon. <laughs> don't, don't roast, don't roast me, please, because this is... <laughs> what are what we saying? Anyways, uh, yeah, I grew up with a Nikon. And I remember my dad always shooting with that one. And I thought that was the end it all be it all with cameras. But then as I met more creatives and photographers, the majority in my circle had Canon. That was the, the standard Canon this, Canon that, multiple clunky DSLRs. And then eventually some branched out to Sony. But ever since I held a camera, it would always be Canon. And later on, I just loved or fell in love with their uh, color profile because it's more creamy. Yeah. It's like homogenous. She's like, ooh, nice to look at. Might not yeah. be crisp, similar to Sony cameras, but there's just something about a camera rendering from or a shot from a Canon camera. <laughs> it's like you can feel the, the the softness of the picture. Yeah, I mean I've I started off with Canon as well. Or I mean not as well, but I started off with Canon. And before Sony was a bit more greenish on the color profiles. But when they came out with the A7 III, yeah. that's when they started to catch up to Canon colors. From what I noticed was Canon colors is less harsh and more natural, especially on the skin tones. But I, I, I get your point about the color profiles and everything. Mm -hmm. But to this date, which would you prefer? Well, because I'm using Sony now. Yeah. And I like their mirrorless qualities mm -hmm. per se but nowadays canon has caught up with them really yeah they have especially in the autofocus department 
because I think Sony was the first brand to release a eye autofocus mm-hmm. that tracks pretty well. Yeah, that I think that was the main point. Selling that, point. Yeah, the selling point that made me go with Sony because I bought mine in 2018, and by then Canon didn't have a better mirrorless offer. Yeah, in that price point. Yeah, in that price point, or not even they, they didn't have anything by then. No, but then EOS R came in the picture. Yeah, I think a year later. Wait, so not even the One DX? One DX is a DSLR, not a mirrorless. Ah. So I was looking for a mirrorless lighter setup. Oh, okay, okay. Get it, get it. Yeah, and I think up to two years, maybe, no, almost three years after the Sony A7 III released, it's still in the running competition against other camera brands. Mm-hmm. It's still up to par. Which is actually crazy because that camera was on sale during Black Friday. I think you showed me that. Yeah, it was. And I was so close to just pressing add to basket. <laughs> add to cart? Yeah, add to cart and check out. But? But I don't know what held me back. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then, you know, when I like to do my research, you know, especially if, if you're going to spend a lot of money. For me, this is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Just... I think it's A7S3, I think, because it's also just new. It's in the same price range as the R5. And both of them were around like 4,000 euros or even francs, Swiss francs. That's a lot. Yeah. And I don't know when, but just around that time, there were some rumors about the A7 IV. And then they're saying that it's going to be much cheaper, like half. And I was like, huh, that's that's a lot of half. So <laughs> maybe if you wait. That's a lot of half. Well, How do you half a half? <laughs> just, I mean, a half of everything is just much cheaper, you know, than the full math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I was also thinking of priorities here. Yeah. The reviews that I was watching, it's like Canon is a camera first, and then E7S3 is a video first, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. So here I was like trying to weigh out my priorities, and then just overall, for example, if the A7 IV would come out next year, yeah, and it's much cheaper, do I really need the camera now, or can I wait? What are you gonna use the camera for? I think that's the biggest question. Yeah. Because as you said, the R5, they market it as like a video camera with their 8K video raw and everything. But it's still a photo first camera. But then again, the A7S III is more on the video side Mm -hmm. with its 12 megapixel sensor and 4K capabilities. That's hefty. Yeah. I think they can go up to 4K 100 FPS, 100 frames, if I'm not mistaken. The Sony? Yeah. I think it does 400. Did you say 420? 240? 100. 100. Because that one selling point to me was the A7S III can now do 240 frames per second. In 4K. Ah. I think the the 240 is in 1080p. Which I think is still okay for me because... Yeah. I think it's still crispy. Can you just imagine recording something in 240? It's like super slow. Yeah. That's, that's entertainment to me. Anyways, <laughs> I think I will... 
I would use it maybe just first of all for personal use, just having fun with it. Mm -hmm. But thinking, I mean, you cannot just have fun with something that's so expensive. So also like playing in my head about the thought of going freelance, you know, just to further play around with my creativity. Yeah. And also get back the yeah. money that I invested into the here. <laughs> so there's like a pros and cons over here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and I think that's where I'm also very in between because I don't know what I want first. Do I want pictures first or do I want videos first? Mm -hmm. So this is again, like an inner conflict. <laughs> Which we're basically bringing out now, even might be helpful or not even for the final result because you're still thinking about this mm -hmm. yeah i think when you guys were talking about the specs the meme of calculation just struck <laughs> me so hard yes. i was just listening and trying to <laughs> make things add up when when i buy cameras or when i buy equipment i think i just look for the aesthetic which isn't the the best <laughs> it's not the best <laughs> reason yeah. or justifiable thing to do sometimes when i look for an upgrade in something i'm like okay this is the new iphone and i'm gonna buy this solely for the camera not for the aesthetic of the the phone the camera itself so how big do i want this phone to be eventually because last episode we talked a lot about apple products and how efficient they are or just smartphones in general and how that is a daily drive for a novice or yeah. beginner photographer and perhaps intermediate or advanced photographer that could be a lethal not a lethal um equipment but <laughs> in their arsenal that's dark <laughs> but more of a like convenient conveniency exactly killer the puns are rolling on <laughs> if you could choose an equipment would you do a smartphone would you do a clunky dslr mirrorless or even would you go back to analog well for now what i do with my instagram feed is i take my camera transfer the photos on my phone edit them on them and then post them because you have that capability right yeah because you can transfer via wi-fi and so you can just take professional grade mm -hmm. photos to post on instagram which is a bit overkill but all for the crispiness oh we love overkill but yeah that's what i do sometimes i i also post some of the film you have a film yes i have two film mm -hmm. cameras at home same okay congrats <laughs> but yeah so i basically just use my camera to transfer on my phone and then just post it from there so what you're saying is that you're using both the smartphone and the camera i would say i'm using the camera and just use the phone as intermediate to post okay because i can imagine you're on the go constantly shooting your shots while you're traveling yeah. and you might not even have your computer in front of you yeah so in terms of accessibility, editing on your phone would be the best, right? Yeah, it's, it's just convenient. Like, let's say you're playing and you, you took some shots and there's no internet on the plane or you don't have the free Wi-Fi or something on board. Might as well edit some photos and just play with them as much as you can on the go. That's called productivity. <laughs> True. Are we going to use this one hour <laughs> flight to rest? No. No. <laughs> We're going to edit pictures. Yeah. Are we tired when we land? Yes. But do we have content for days? 
Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Priorities. But, you know, not post them right away because you're being counterproductive and just... <laughs> of course not. Of course not. We have to prolong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We have to prolong the, the content till <laughs> next travel. <laughs> A couple of <laughs> weeks ago, I uh, finally, after ages, developed, I think, all eight plus one disposable camera, so nine rolls of film. And I don't know, there's just something tangible about film camera, and this will make me sound super pretentious, <laughs> but like, there's just something characteristical or fun about tangible pictures and how each picture could be affected by sunlight in a different way. Also, it's interesting how our generation of creatives, photographers, videographers are bringing something from the past so that they can hold on to it a bit more, similar to the film photographies and how that has caught on to modern day age of capturing stills and still having that relevancy from what it was to now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, we still know a lot of people who shoot film and I think it's just, I mean, me included, but I guess it's just to add character. Mm -hmm. Because you can't get that same look on a digital camera. And there's a bit of excitement. I want to see what the outcome is yeah. right away. Not mm. And not just look at the back of my screen. Yeah. It's so different because you take more time in taking pictures. And you're more selective, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Because you don't have a choice. True. You know? True. Yeah, I think you mentioned that you have to shoot your shot with analog and film cameras. It's not like you can go back and change that picture that you just took. You have to live with that choice. Mm -hmm. Just going back to nostalgia, I think back then it was also the only cameras that they had. Yeah. You know, I think we are one of the last generations that live with our baby pictures being taken in analog. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How crazy is that? Yeah. <laughs> it's such a surreal feeling of seeing your shot, not not knowing how it looks and then seeing it later on. I, I don't know. I got this visceral feeling when I developed the pictures after sending it to development. And I was just really excited because I can finally see my shots. And that one disposable camera was from Melbourne. And what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like... <laughs> How did I forget about this? And th this was in 2017. Yeah. <laughs> How did I forget about this and why didn't I develop it earlier? And there are some shots that are so underexposed, so dark. <laughs> it's not even funny. You can't even see who, who's in front yeah. or in the shot. Or there are some that are overly exposed. Like I said, Raven, the character of that shot, you can't edit it. You can't go back. You can't yeah. hit command Z <laughs> or undo, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you can't undo what's in front of you. And I think that's a good thing to carry on because it teaches you as a photographer or a creator to be more patient with your shots, to be patient with whatever you're composing. Because mm. I remember when I was taking the shot, I would count in my mind like, okay, one, two, three. And I would <laughs> breathe so bad. Like, okay, <gasps> one, two, three, shoot. And then that's it. I also have, I think in the summer, I bought disposable cameras off Amazon. And I took random shots here and there. And I think until now, I'm still working on one of them, just finishing it up. So one of the hobbies that I have come across since then is that I like to take pictures of people with flash, surprising them. 
Like Those are the pictures I'm looking forward to. Or just yeah, people I know. Okay. okay. No, I'm I'm not I'm not that person. Okay, I <laughs> I cannot go up to strangers and be like click, and then it's like in Men in Black, you know, when they make you forget something. Yeah. That's that's how I feel when I do that to my friends. But I could not imagine doing that to strangers because they would probably punch me in the face. See, see, okay, why well, I'm dying where I'm sitting right now. It's because I'm that person that could do something like that. And I have done that. Because <laughs> short story, I was finished at work and I had my point and shoot ready. And I love shooting in the dark. I think I mentioned that last episode. And so I was in the church and the light was so perfect. And I thought, hey, let's take a shot of that one person praying in front of me. Oh and since gosh. this is a point and shoot camera, it automatically flashes when there's low light and so i sit there kneeling and she's praying something really really great probably and i'm so sorry to the woman who was right in front of me but i was like you know what i'm gonna take the shot i clicked it flashed you hear a hard and uh, i was so shocked i totally forgot so what I did, I basically covered the the point and shoot, and I knelt, like I lowered my head as if I was praying, and I could just feel her death stare. And yeah, I left right away. But it was just the two of you. No, there were some other people there. Oh. I remember saying, "I'm sorry, God, for ruining her moment with you." So I immediately <laughs> left. You had one job. I had one job. This is this is why photography in churches are now banned. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, given that we've progressed in time, I think that is a bit more lenient. Of yeah. course, not during masses, of course. Wait, more on more on flash. More on the flashy part. Yes, yeah. I agree. <laughs> so, moral of this story: never give me a flashy point and shoot and shoot it in a dark space because that's gonna be horrendous. <laughs> But yeah, okay, going back to what camera Nandan wants to buy. <laughs> oh, yeah. What do you oh, want to buy? Well, I don't know. Because I think, I mean, I also have analog cameras. I have a smartphone that I use, I think, just to capture moments really quickly. If I see something on the street, it's just more practical for me to pull out my phone and, and take the shot. But I think I would want to get a professional professional camera or mirrorless for bigger projects i mean i don't use it at work at the moment but if the project passed or they just needed me to for example take pictures of food or record someone cooking or someone crawling like for baby products for example so um i mean i i don't think that i need the r5 or the a7s3 to be particular but it's just something that i think I would want and having the option to maybe freelance with those cameras just sounds like a good idea to me you know <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. so you want a camera that can satisfy not satisfy but be flexible enough for all your needs yeah it's more like a I want rather than I need <laughs> but hey you know <laughs> is it a bad thing I don't know is it a good thing? I don't know. <laughs> but will you have a camera? Let's hope. 
I mean, either way, I, I'm I'm still using my Canon 70D. Right. Like when Raven was talking about editing pictures on the plane or even taking pictures on the plane or just, you know, being on a plane. Maybe because my go-to lens was a 50 millimeters, there were just so many things that I could do. Um, mm -hmm. adding to that my shyness and you know just I like to take portraits mm -hmm. like pictures of people and then yeah. if you do that with like a bigger camera it's just like what are you doing you creep <laughs> so I would rather use my phone mm -hmm. <laughs> I also took pictures of my friend so or her CV I would rather do that with a DS not a DSLR particularly but with a mirrorless than my phone you said the A7S III you wanted it for everything, like a good all-around camera. But then going back to the comments, oh yeah, I know, I remember now what you guys were saying. I think when Sean was talking about the meme, I have to admit that whenever you start talking about numbers, I nod. <laughs> like a huge hefty <laughs> nod and agreeing and like, oh, I hope I can learn this one day, you know? Because yeah, it's important. You're it buying is. an equipment for the furtherance of, I don't know what, either your career or just your hobby. But knowing these things are relevant. Yeah, it's, I mean, maybe it's just I'm selective about the numbers. But, you know, when you were saying megapixels, I was like, yeah, yeah. But what about the, the 240? And you were like, yeah, but for the 4K. And I was like, oh, yeah, true. I, I get it. Because, <laughs> you know, for me, it was more important to have the 240 not taking into account that it's not available in 4k but only for 1080 yeah. but for me that's okay yeah and then the same for the eos r it does 60 frames per second mm -hmm. on yeah. 1080 precisely back then i would rather have gotten a sony that was capable of doing the 120 than a camera that only does 60. because if i take videos and proud shots i think i just love the magic of slow-mo and mm -hmm. while i was in college there was this one guy from the other university who would always take the videos of the sport events and he used 120 so much. I was just fascinated and I wanted to do that. So like slow-mo everything. Slow -mo yeah, slow-mo everything. everything. Which brings me to the point, like, if, I mean, the Canon camera, the R5, it does 120 on... On... On something. We're like intensely staring at Dundan I'm, right I was now. waiting. <laughs> anticipating something no because i thought you had the answer oh, me. but anyways oh, i think you can do 120 in 4k on 4k yeah so i mean because for me i don't know as i'm i haven't really edited 4k because i think it's just a, a lot and it's a very big file so here i'm looking at practicality yeah and for me 1080 is still fine <laughs> it's still clear so I would rather have an upgrade to 240 frames per second than mm -hmm. stick with Canon. But there was also the argument of the color. What's it? Color profile. Color profile. <laughs> I also <laughs> saw a lot of reviews on that. And I think, you know those videos where they shift from Sony to Canon with the same picture, but they don't tell you which is which? That confused me so much. <laughs> I couldn't make up my mind. It's just, I, I like having a good color profile. And I think Canon really does a good job mm -hmm. with that. But there is enough editing softwares nowadays where you can just quickly change 
the saturation of a picture or the tone and the warmth. So is it really that important to have a good color profile? Well, depends on the camera, I guess. Because sometimes a color profile of one specific brand can be its identity. Yeah. But then again, it's more about your taste and mm -hmm. what you want the final product to be. Yeah, it would probably make your life easier if the camera naturally has the color you would go for. But all the specs aside, in terms of format of pictures, you mentioned that you do portrait shots. Mm. For, for all of us here, what is your most preferred format or like way of shooting? Lately, or lastly, I've been enjoying neon portraits. So I've been playing a lot with bright lights and different colors. And then I also bought a prism made of glass so I could hold it against the lens and then it would just flash back some glares and flares in multiple colors or mirrors from different angles. And again, I just did this for fun and because I saw some interesting videos on YouTube and Instagram. That was what I was getting into the most recent. Because you were talking about freelancing as well. Yeah. And what? domain were you thinking of doing freelancing well previously i did freelancing for restaurants and then also for a clothing company for babies yeah i don't know i think from also again i watch a lot of videos and they were saying that it's good to find your niche mm -hmm. you don't need to be an all-around boat but it's good if you have something to focus on yeah I mean, I also previously did wedding events and I don't know, I don't like the pressure of weddings. You know, there's so much in your hands if you mess it up. If you mess up, you may now kiss the bride moment. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How did, would I be inside, you know? And then I think this just goes back to the argument to get a better and newer camera because when I did that wedding gig, I didn't feel like I was worthy of it yeah. because my camera, it was just uh, my beat up 70D and the one lens that I had. Right. And I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they didn't pay me for it, but I just felt really... Also, you're more on commercial work rather than events, weddings, stuff like that. I would think so. I still like the magic of weddings, Yeah. but I feel like at the moment I'm not ready for it. And then commercial in the sense yeah maybe for products stuff that is not alive yeah um inanimate objects inanimate okay so you prefer that. to have time and space to create rather than on the go and work against the clock yeah i mean for now i think i feel like i'm missing experience or maybe it's just my lack of confidence mm. and then with the mixture of do i have the right gear but then again, do I need the right gear? Or is it more about you don't need the right gear, but it's more about the person behind the camera? I stand by that any good photographer can get good photos with, mm -hmm. with any camera. True. But then again, if you start comparing one thing to another, mm -hmm. if you compare a 10-year-old camera compared to the camera nowadays, mm -hmm. quality will be different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then it's just the quality of the picture itself rather than the quality of the art behind it. <sighs> Boom. Can we just quote that for a and second? And that was it for our episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, that's a wrap. <laughs>
Nice, nice. I think any good camera that's updated can give you great results. Mm -hmm. Then it's up to you, I guess, on what you want your focus to be on. And I think most importantly is what your budget is. Because if, if you would think a very expensive camera for, let's say, like 4,000 euros, and then you get the kit lens with it, or if you get a camera that is half-priced and get good lenses with it, I would rather go for a camera that is half-priced, but with similar specs and get yeah, good glass. Definitely. Because glass can, can last you a long time. Maybe not looking at the price. Well, <laughs> okay. Like in a perfect world where price does not matter, and you could basically select what Raven just explained, mm. X price. What would you do? I think this is just going back to the conflict. Just regarding the specs, if I know that one is more expensive, but the specs are also better photo wise. I, I don't know, actually. I think this is why I still haven't gotten it. <laughs> yeah, so you're more in for the aesthetics and the final result rather than the, the specs and the, yeah, the, the, the technicalities yeah. of things. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is so difficult because, you know, when you, when you don't know what you want at the moment, how can you decide how to use it in the future? I mean, it's, it's, it's a good point that you make to also look at the budget because it's just you know it matters how much you spend on something yeah but just thinking if if i really go through with it and maybe want to go freelance it would be good to have something that is capable of more rather than choosing something that maybe is half the price but on the timeline is further in the back and therefore less expensive i think something that i was also looking into was of course, the lenses. With, for example, for the Canon, I think because it's a new system with the mirrorless, they also have new lenses, which are, of course, more expensive. So investing into that would just mean more money. But then for the A7S III, I think they also have expensive ones, but then there are more affordable. Like third-party options. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you mean. And I think if you go after aesthetics, I don't know if the body counts as part of it too, or just the general user experience of all mm -hmm. that's part of it. But I've been using the Sony, the Canon 70D for a while now that I haven't thought about that Sony has a different... Different layout. Yeah, different layout. Because things can be on a different side or whatever. Yeah. So mm -hmm. would I also be willing to shift to that is it that important or should i just live with it you know mm -hmm. i think those are important questions to ask oneself before purchasing especially if mm -hmm. you're not a professional photographer because we don't usually have that or some of us don't usually have that luxury you know what i i just want to buy this and that pick your pokemon you know yeah <laughs> and pick something that is attainable and accessible for you at this current stage i think that before we even buy something we need to assess our current state what do we want what are our goals and uh, how do we want to progress afterwards because mm -hmm. uh, there are some who buy certain equipment and then they resell it for a better price and then they can progress with their career or mm -hmm. whatnot their hobbies yeah 
it's good that you mentioned it because you said you use the word luxury. Yeah. And I think buying a camera of, of this category is really a luxury item for me. Mm -hmm. And that's what you mentioned earlier. You wanted something that could last you for a long time. Yeah. And perhaps that's why you're still wrestling with your optimal upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had my current camera now for, I think, over five years, if not six already. So I'm expecting this next one to also last mm -hmm. just as long, if not longer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just thinking about the current technology that we have, the turnover of all the stuff that they come out with, all the companies, it's just, it can be so quick. It's hard to keep up. And then, you know... Yeah. If you buy something now, would you regret it the next yeah. day? Because, you totally. know, the other company came out with something better. So it's just like, huh? <laughs> oh. Totally. I totally agree with you when it comes to, do I buy it now or do I wait? Because there's something greater that could be released at any moment because we have the technology for it. Yeah. And I don't want to sound spoiled or it's not a problem for me to get any camera, but it's just really thinking about every option. And even yeah. though this is more expensive, is it going to retain or is it going to be worth its price? Yeah. Is it necessary? Yeah. Because like I said, I think, in my opinion, my camera is almost mm -hmm. three years old. It can still hold newer cameras. Mm -hmm. And I just think durability-wise, anything that you buy nowadays will last you a long time. Definitely. Just as you invest into good quality gear, it can last you a few years. It will just be a mental fight of, I should have bought this one. Yeah. I should have waited. Yeah. Just like that's be true. content with what you have. Because that's what you needed or wanted at the point that you mm -hmm. bought it. That's the consumerism culture that we're in, yeah. you know? It's, it's yeah. exponentially exactly. difficult yes. to <laughs> to just land on one thing because there's so many options yeah. for yeah. smartphones and the specs on their cameras, different brands of cameras. Mm -hmm. What type of camera do you really want? What do you need? What's the hottest? Yeah. Also the trends what format like the, the options are endless and it's <laughs> such an important thing to say what you just said raven of sticking to something and being content with it because this is basically your carrier yeah. from now on and this is where your skills this is where your eye and mm -hmm. all your knowledge of photography novice intermediate or professional this is where it will come at play you know just picking one equipment, not for the rest of your life, but for that duration of your <laughs> your creative career. Mm -hmm. Big commitment. Right. This teaches us something about commitment, which is great. <laughs> for example, I've been looking at cameras as well. Yeah. Just to use as either a backup or to have different angles. Mm -hmm. So like I said, I'm using a Sony a7 III and I was even looking to buy the same one just to have a different lens on it mm -hmm. whenever I shoot weddings or events. Yeah. It's just a good camera, a good all-around camera that's reliable and that I've been using it for so long. I know it's in and out. 
exactly that if i just put a different lens on it then i can you know basically work with two cameras mm-hmm. and just switch between instead of having one camera and multiple lenses yeah it becomes second nature to you like yeah solving rubik's cube without any effort or even looking <laughs> just you know? one look yeah and it's already solved <laughs> blindfolded hands behind your your back yeah and using and your just feet. like solve it yeah 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 <laughs> definitely suspended as well suspended let's not forget about that one yeah underwater <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> okay okay <We're> <laughs> <I think that's... laughs> but yeah i guess you just need to to really think on what you need to focus on mm-hmm. and what your goal is with that camera yeah because it is a big investment no ma- no matter how much the price is true maybe just going back to the early example i think sean you said it when you bless you bless you when you use your analog like it's so you know it's just using what you have and knowing that there's just there are limitations to it and then when you take that one shot it's just you also like count down and then you breathe so it's really taking that thought into that sort of investment yeah Yeah. truly it's a good reflection i guess Mm -hmm. but a good way to end this whole entire episode of talking about equipments because i know that last episode was all about photography we talked about the aesthetics but i think it's just really important to also talk about the technicalities of things yeah and question before we end the whole Mm -hmm. entire pod if you could choose what format camera for the rest of your life what would it be what do you mean by format format like (laughs) film all right digital uh mobile yeah yeah polaroid (laughs) you know polarizing stuff so yeah end question just for the funs of it what camera would you go for or format you can start you can start or i can start yeah i didn't hear that okay uh (laughs) you can start start. yeah i think i would go for i don't want to say it but i'd go for (laughs) my (laughs) smartphone current smartphone that i have Mm-hmm. Of course, I could imagine the newest one, but or the current carrier that I have, because I'm more mobile. I'm more on the go. I love scaring people with just a shot of my phone and then just leave, disappearing. Hopefully, them not reporting me. <laughs> but also the the fact that it's so flexible and that everybody, yeah. whomever has a phone, can call themselves an amateur photographer or just a hobbyist. Mm-hmm. You know. It's basically for the people camera. And I think there's something fun about it because it's so inclusive of everyone. And then second to that is perhaps Mm -hmm. a a film camera because I just love Mm -hmm. the nostalgia of it. Right. Yeah, I think I'll just stick with, not stick, but if I would just stick with one, I'll probably just use digital, Mm -hmm. like a mirrorless full frame camera because it's just more flexible than a smartphone. Mm Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, because then you can change lenses and stuff. And just to have that depth that you don't have on a smartphone, Mm -hmm. you can really distinguish the difference. Yeah. 
I'm nodding aggressively because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It's it's something so different. Mm-hmm. Mm, I think for me, I would also go for the smartphone just because of the practicality of it, but also just for my day to day use. And because I think nowadays there's just so much more that you can do with smartphones. Mm-hmm. And the camera that it has, especially just for iPhones, I think they market it also as like it's being used for movies and just stuff like that in a professional environment. So knowing what a smartphone can do is just like, I mean, I would never use it in a professional setting, but just knowing that it could be used that way is just interesting and very handy. I think that's a great way to just end the whole entire podcast or this episode. Once again, just want to say thank you so much for listening up to this point. I hope that you got something out of it. If you reached this far, thank you. And hopefully in the next episodes, we'll have some other guests come on this pod. Mm -hmm. Did we even mention that it is currently 3 a.m.? I don't know. Let's hope that you caught on to that. (laughs) And remember to save us and follow us on our different social platforms. You can stream us on Spotify, on Apple Podcast, and on Google Podcast. Follow us, rate us five stars, and save us there. You can also follow us on Instagram at save us podcast. Oh my gosh. This is why it's 3 a.m. in the morning. You can, huh? You can do this. It's okay. We can do this. We got this. You can save us and follow us on Instagram at saveass underscore pod to know whenever we post, to know whenever we have questions. And one question to end it with is which camera would you choose? So comment on our IG. Which camera would you choose for your daily and current carrier once again this is a podcast by creatives with creatives for creatives see you next time or hear you next time on save us bye Bye. Bye.